All right, good to have you back. As we work our way through, you know, I hope you had a great Mother's Day. I hope everything was uh, good with you getting out. And if your mother is still with you, I hope you had time to spend some time. Big news here in Michigan continues to be the, the declaration by the Attorney General, Dana Nessel, and some county prosecutors that if presented with charges and so forth from police farms, they would not prosecute the 1931 law that basically uh, criminalizes, makes it a felony and to commit a to perform an abortion unless the mother's life is in danger. That's one of the big things going on. Preya Samsundar is the RNC Communications Director for the Midwest. Preya, good to have you back. Thanks for having me, Steve. So obviously the arguments are, are coming around. The attempt has been made, obviously, to intimidate the Supreme Court by the leak. I, I think that's the only conclusion I can come to. The Supreme Court... The draft leaked, it's never happened in my lifetime, that a major case has had the opinion leaked in any fashion, but it happened here a week ago. And Samuel Alito, writing for the majority, which apparently, according to the Washington Post, remains intact at five justices for sure. Not sure where, where the chief justice is going to be, but five justices for sure saying that they're going to overturn. And that puts a lot of weight on Michigan's AG and saying, well, we're not going to prosecute. What, what do you make of that? Honestly, it's not surprising. I mean, anyone that's followed Dana Nessel's uh, tenure as AG in Michigan knows that she frankly just picks and chooses what laws she chooses to enforce and which ones she doesn't. So really, her coming out on national television talking about what she's not going to enforce, not surprising to anyone that's been paying attention over the last few years. Uh, It is disappointing that, you know, we're putting the cart before the horse. Again, as, you know, Chief, Chief Justice Roberts said, This is a working draft that had been circulated for months. We don't actually know what the final ruling is going to look like, and it just really feels like we're putting the cart before the horse right now. Obviously, the Republican Party, you know, we stand for the sanctity of life and and speak up for the unborn and help vulnerable mothers. Uh, But right now, what we're seeing is a a lot of uh, scare tactics from Democrats right now when we don't actually know what the the final situation is going to be. I think it's pretty safe to assume we know what the outcome is. I do. Uh, I agree with your point, and maybe we're getting the car before the horse, but there's no reason. that. First of all, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts said the document that was leaked was authentic. It was the real thing. Uh, The Washington Post, if they're to be trusted, which, you know, you can decide that yourself, uh, says that nothing has changed at the five justices. If if anything, uh, are not worried about being challenged, they're sticking with the decision. They're not going to be cowed and to do something else. So it's pretty safe to assume that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. So the real question then becomes, how does it impact the midterm elections in November? I don't I think, think it impacts elections much. I, I think it does, too. Go ahead and tell me your thoughts. I think it backfires on Democrats. I mean, when we have a conversation about Roe v. Wade, it depends who you're talking to, right? When Democrats talk about it, they talk about it in a very broad term. Do you support Roe v. Wade, right? That's a lot different than how Republicans talk about the issue and how a majority of Americans talk about the issue. When they talk about abortion, they talk about it in terms of limits. When Democrats talk about it, they talk about it as a broad issue. And so when they talk about it as a very broad issue, it it tends to garner more support. But when you start talking about limits on abortion and what that actually looks like, what abortion in America today actually looks like, American 
actually side with Republicans on this issue and are actually very pro-life. The polling shows that a majority of Americans support significant limitations on abortions. Uh, One poll has 71% of Americans wanting significant limits on abortion. 77% of voters support legislation banning infanticide, something that Democrats actually blocked when that bill landed on their desks. And 80% of Americans believe that third trimester abortions should be illegal. Yeah, you know, they, well, they, they, the numbers are overwhelmingly reject. You know, they, they tell you that 69 percent of Americans support Roe v. Wade. Well, that's not exactly true because two thirds of Americans reject second trimester abortions and more than 80 percent reject third trimester abortions, depending on you know where you read. And I, I don't know who supports third trimester abortions. I've never met somebody. Like, well, that's a man on the show last week that did that. But the fact of the matter is that the vast majority of Americans uh, believe that abortion should end at. At 12 weeks at the latest. That's the vast majority of America. Uh, a super majority, two thirds, believe it should end at, you know, 12 weeks. So I don't think that they're going to be running to the polls in November to support abortion when they've got $5 gas and $6 diesel and, and inflation that's above 10%, right? Absolutely. And then just look at what happened this weekend in Wisconsin. There was a uh, pro family planning, uh, anti uh, a pro-life clinic in Wisconsin, uh, I believe was uh, Madison, uh, that had a Molotov cocktail thrown in its windows. The place was absolutely just ransacked. And they said, if, and they literally spray painted on the walls of this, this organization, if abortion isn't safe, neither are you. These are, you know, if this was politically motivated, and by all accounts, that's what it looks like, they're already starting to uh, use violence as a way to make their voices heard. And that's not going to sit well with the American people either. Well, uh, let me be clear here because I think it's important for people to understand uh, this. I'm going to read something to you here because it is important. Under 18 USC 1507, it is a federal crime to protest near a residence occupied by a judge or jury with the intent to influence their decisions in pending cases. And this case remains pending, by the way. Um, You can't protest in front of the the judge's house like happened over the weekend, right? Because they went into the Supreme Court justices' homes. And you see what happened in Wisconsin with violence. You can't do that. First of all, violence is illegal. And and protesting at the justices' homes is illegal. But they do it anyway, right? No consequences. Absolutely. But... Again, Democrats are condoning this. Obviously, we haven't seen the White House step forward and say, you know what, this is actually illegal. You shouldn't be doing this. We haven't seen Democrats do anything to condemn uh, illegal protests in front of judicial homes. Obviously, we've seen uh, on a local level in Wisconsin, Democrats have come out and condemned what happened with the Molotov cocktail at this pro-life center. Uh, But they also recognize that it's an abortion year and an election year, excuse me, and that uh, the vast majority of Americans don't agree with that level of violence or their full uh, unlimited support for unlimited abortions. Uh, so they've got to play it safe and close to the vest because, as you mentioned earlier, there's already so many issues that uh, Americans are facing across the country that Michiganders are facing. They yeah. know that they're in deep trouble. Uh, heading into the November elections, and they know that their time is very limited, and so they've got to play it close to the vest. Uh, but the fact that national Democrats aren't speaking out about this, frankly, 
It's surprising, but it's not. I mean, obviously, when we saw the riots happen a couple of years ago around uh, George Floyd's uh, death, uh, Democrats really didn't come out right away and condemn that violence either. And in some cases, they went out and marched with them. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't think it's, it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna work for them. I think you're right. It's gonna. It's gonna backfire. It's gonna be whiplash for them, and I don't think they're gonna enjoy the outcome. I, I think you're exactly right. The red wave is not gonna be stymied by this. Pray, I greatly appreciate you being here. As always, got to run. Thanks for having me, Steve. As always, and uh, you know, it's gonna be. You know, the, the backlash is um, not gonna be stemmed by this. I do not believe for for a second. So. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to look at some of the other big stories of the day. Uh, nuclear power plants closing, climate goals, and losing the race to more EVs. All straight ahead. Do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Have you done your due diligence on the most important component of your new business? You. Introducing the Grind Score, a tool to help you analyze how you will impact your startup. The Grind Score is a 24-question quiz developed by co-founder and co-CEO of Bigby Coffee, Michael McFall. Get his real-world insight and feedback on what he has seen work and not work in the startup. Go to thegrindscore.com and start your journey. That's thegrindscore.com. TheGrindScore.com. The Michigan Chamber. Over the past year, we've experienced incredible uncertainty. Businesses across the state have been shut down. Unemployment skyrocketed, and Michiganders have been left wondering, what's next? And throughout this turmoil, your Michigan Chamber has been fighting for you to protect lives and livelihoods. We know that we're all in this together. Michiganders are strong and resilient, and we know that working together, we can bring Michigan back. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber and how to become a member, visit michamber.com. Peppers from Argentina, blueberries from Canada, and corn from Mexico. What are we doing? It's time to wake up, America, support our family farmers, and defend our nation against an invasion of foreign food. It's time you support Patriot Foods. Patriot Foods is an American-only produce brand supporting U.S. farms and donating a portion of every purchase to U.S. veterans. Join the movement to buy American and eat American. Go to PatriotFoods.com. Patriot Foods will even ship your order for free. PatriotFoods.com. PatriotFoods.com. Hi, Brad Hoos here, founder of Muskox Men's Outdoor Apparel. Muskox is a Michigan-based brand committed to quality and your love of adventure. We also donate $10 for every $100 purchase towards wildlife conservation. Look good and feel good in our quick-dry quarter zip. It's super soft, moisture-wicking, and tough enough to keep up with you. Visit GoMuskox.com. That's GoMuskox.com. GoMuskox.com for the best in outdoor adventure gear. 